Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for giving us this day our daily bread and thank you for forgiving us as we forgive each other. Thank you for leading us not into temptation, but delivering us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Welcome to this broadcast. Um, It is now um, Monday the... 11th of January 2021 in the new year 2021 and huge shifts have been made we understand a lot more we're educated a lot more about the pandemic the thing is there's been two new strains of the virus so it's been absolutely paramount to really uh, understand like how much more transmissible it is and what the impacts are it's pretty clear when you look at the statistics and when you see what's happening, actually view what's happening in hospitals and things like that, to see that. Um, what do we do in this time? Those of us that are following God, we're supposed to have faith and love and just be in the faith of Christ. Yes, that's true. Um, it is uh, an ongoing process of having more faith and what to do about that. There is divine law, there's temporal law, so everything is in alignment. Um, as we have these different situations with the virus, obviously there is a greater need to understand that, okay, it's more transmissible. What does that mean? What is actually happening here? Why is God allowing that? Well, um, if we were doing what we're supposed to be doing by putting God first and loving uh, our neighbours or caring for each other in that way, when we say love, it's a pure divine love. So what does that mean? Well, that means we have responsibilities. It means first, by putting God first, going into communion, we usually can get a lot of wisdom and answers and clarity to this. It gives us proper hygiene um, in terms of like, um, even like clarity. You think of something that's hygienic, it's clear, it's clean. It's really kind of like focused. You're able to understand more, right? So hygiene from a spiritual point of view is placing God first that is something that really helps with everything else in life it just kind of has everything else fall into place because when you are aligned to God your choices your decisions are ones that are pure they are clean they are um, thoughtful they are caring they are loving they're kind they're virtuous and and so all these different types of choices that you make from a spiritual set point with God being first help every other aspect in the manifested form of our physical lives too. It's one thing that leads to um, good results in the other. And that's not to say we can't um, obviously like control the levels everyone else is at. We can't just make people be at a certain higher level. It's like you cannot give someone wisdom you can facilitate. Even as teachers one thing that I didn't like to do was actually to say teacher because it almost throughout the years has implied like you can just pass on knowledge you can to a certain extent but it's an internal thing it has to be assimilated by the actual individual and there could be so much going on in the individual's life um mentally emotionally spiritually etc that you know uh can have an impact on that level of understanding and awareness that is facilitated. 
But the one thing that I did was I wanted to, you know, say that while teachers are really facilitators, they're facilitators of education and awareness building and understanding. Um, that is what they actually do more accurately. And that fits in alignment with understanding that different people can be at different levels and there are other things that impact their own learning situation. But with God at the head, obviously it makes things a lot easier, a lot clearer. Yes, in a particular topic or subject, there has to be interest that also increases an ability, capability level. Absolutely. Now, in a time of worldwide pandemic, we cannot really overshadow the focus in terms of what it is that we need to actually do. The responsibilities that we have, these things become a necessity and need to learn about, to understand and to interact and respond with appropriately, to take proactive measures as well. So the proactive measures then give rise to all these other types of hygiene. From the mind, obviously, that leads on to the physical as well. Well, right here and now, I've got lots of things just lying about. Uh, does that mean that that is, um, what would you say? I don't know what I mean, just lying about, but I have lots of different items beside me at the moment they could be tidier absolutely but it is more than that it's not about simply having lots of things it's about the cleanliness of those things the cleanliness the actual hygiene level of course is easier the simpler things are to keep that and um, more tidy and clean and hygienic absolutely so we think about all these different kind of types of um, pieces of awareness and how we can actually improve our sense of hygiene in these times. Hygiene products as well. I have um, placed information specifically on a hygiene bank. I've said first, the main thing is to educate on and facilitate really that of spiritual to emotional, mental and obviously the physical types of hygiene that are required, particularly in a pandemic. Why is it even more important now? Well, it is a global pandemic. And because the virus is on the go, being that it is a pandemic, that means that it moves around the world. I know many people understand this by now, but it means it's highly transmissible. And it's something that isn't easily contained and it impacts highly um, across different, um, what you would kind of think of as barriers it just kind of impacts people upon certain types of interaction because it's something that is held within the lungs within the airways any type of unnecessary interaction really is um, an opportunity to transmit that from one to another so today we'll put out um, a particular helpful video, a particularly helpful video, and it's from the Professor Chris Whitty. Um, he is the overall Chief Medical Advisor um, based in England, but he advises for the United Kingdom. So that's all of our four nations together. We actually have our own type of um, medical professionals here as well. And they're pretty much in alignment with each other. Um, you will find that within each of the nations that they will have their own medical advisors as well. But they pretty much are in alignment with the overall um, United Kingdom um, authority. 
in any case, so what's actually being said? Well, um, any kind of indoor interaction is particularly transmissible. So even in shops, um, places where they're kind of like multiple households, all these different kind of things, it's vitally important that you do not interact with people outside of your own household and that you wear a mask. Um, you maintain your two meter distancing when you're in shops if you really find it absolutely essential. Right now, it's been said to us that we have to consider as adults, be mature about this. And especially those that have children, like you have to be responsible and think, is it really essential to leave home for this situation? Is it really essential to buy this item to go out for this item? For example, you know, like let's just give an example. I'm, you know, I am in a kind of what you would term a kind of bubble with a parent. And she has within absolutely with well within her um right to do so thought it would be nice to get a new percolator, a coffee percolator. Now we have to question, is that actually essential? Can we get this online? But if there are other essential items that we actually need to get and that happens to be in the same shop, then obviously that is not a big deal because it's done in one go. But I think if you're just going out for like an item that isn't actually essential, you know, you have to stop yourself and say, right, this is really serious. We're in a time of pandemic, but it's not just the pandemic that we, kn- we knew of back in March. This is even more transmissible with two extra variants. And we don't know what other variants are on the way, but we do know that the, tra- the transmissible rate or the transmission rate of one of those variants is around 70%. I thought it was about 73. Okay, I know you don't need to be exactly precise on this. I did hear 73, but it's up to, it's between 50 and 70% more transmissible. In other words, highly. Okay, in any case, there is also another one. We think it's been curtailed. We don't know, haven't had any other information on that, but we are still weighing on that. It's really important to keep up with these things. It's important to um, absolutely be putting God first and thinking what is it that we want to create. It's also important to look at the facts and the reality. Co-creating with God is a balance with um, what is it that we want, what do we actually need and most of all what do we need And um, what's actually the reality at the moment? You have to look at the reality in order to be able to to plan ahead. So um, that aside, that is what we have today. So Professor Witte expressed very clearly that if you do not have an absolutely essential a serious need to communicate or to be interacting in any way with others outside your own household, don't do it. It's as simple as that. We can kind of obviously have our communication distanced on here. We're lucky that we have many different varieties and ways and methods of doing that, which is really excellent. So it doesn't entirely stop or negate communication um, that is safe communication but obviously with the 
um, virus, we understand that it is something that is transmissible in terms of face-to-face interaction. Okay, so that's the main thing. Um, just making sure we're keeping the distance, we're not crossing households, we're not unnecessarily interacting with um, others of different households and we are wearing masks, particularly in these indoor settings where there might be others around at a distance, obviously, but there are of other households. For example, communal areas where there are more than in one household or shops and where you're out for essential um, foods. I would even say in some cases, actually, even where you're out and about. In Scotland, we're told to avoid busy places as well. But if you're somewhere where you're even like near a supermarket or something like that, that would be a good idea to still be wearing a face mask, I think. Um, these are all the, the main points with regards to this. We are now on day, let's see, it's part four of who is Joseph. So I will be getting all the material ready for that. I have been thinking about it um, and I will definitely relay that information very, very soon. And yeah, all going good.